Ignatius to the Smyrnaeans. Ignatius, who is also called Theophorus, to the Church of God the Father and the Beloved Jesus Christ, which has obtained mercy in every gift, and is filled with faith and love, and comes behind in no gift, most worthy of God and gifted with holiness, the Church, which is in Smyrna in Asia, abundant greeting in a blameless spirit, and in the Word of God. I give glory to Jesus Christ, the God who has thus given you wisdom, for I have observed that you are established in immovable faith, as if nailed to the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ, both in flesh and spirit, and confirmed in love by the blood of Christ, being fully persuaded as touching our Lord that he is in truth of the family of David according to the flesh, God's Son by the will and power of God, truly born of a virgin, baptized by John, that all righteousness might be fulfilled by him, truly nailed to a tree in the flesh of our sakes, under Pontius Pilate and Herod the Tetrarch, and of its fruit are we from his divinely blessed passion, that he might set up an ensign for all ages through his resurrection, for his saints and believers, whether among the Jews or among the heathen, in one body of his church. For he suffered all these things for us, that we might attain salvation. And he truly suffered, even as he also truly raised himself, not as some unbelievers say that his passion was merely in semblance, but it is they who are merely in semblance. And even according to their opinions, it shall happen to them, and they shall be without bodies and phantasmal. For I know and believe that he was in the flesh, even after the resurrection. And when he came to those with Peter, he said to them, Take handle me, and see that I am not a phantom without a body. And they immediately touched him and believed, being mingled both with his flesh and spirit. Therefore they despised even death, and were proved to be above death. And after his resurrection he ate and drank with them as a being of flesh although he was united in spirit to the Father. Now I warn you of these things, beloved, knowing that you also are so minded. But I guard you in advance against the beasts in the form of men, whom you must not only not receive, but if it is possible not even meet, but only pray for them. If perchance they may repent, difficult though that be. But Jesus Christ, who is our true life, has the power over this. For if it is merely in semblance that these things were done by our Lord, I am also a prisoner in semblance. And why have I given myself up to death, to fire, to the sword, to wild beasts? Because near the sword is near to God. With the wild beasts is with God. In the name of Jesus Christ alone am I enduring all things, that I may suffer with him. And the perfect man himself gives me strength. There are some who ignorantly deny him, but rather were denied by him, being advocates of death rather than of the truth. These are they whom neither the prophecies nor the law of Moses persuaded, nor the gospel even until now, nor our own individual sufferings, for they have the same opinion concerning us. For what does anyone profit me if he raise me but blaspheme my Lord, and do not confess that he was clothed in flesh? But he who says this has denied him absolutely, 
and is clothed with a corpse. Now I have not thought right to put into writing their unbelieving names, but would that I might not even remember them, until they repent concerning the Passion, which is our resurrection. Let no one be deceived. Even things in heaven and the glory of the angels and the rulers visible and invisible, even for them, there is a judgment if they do not believe on the blood of Christ. He that receiveth, let him receive. Let not office exalt anyone, for faith and love is everything, and nothing has been preferred to them. But mark those who have strange opinions concerning the grace of Jesus Christ, which has come to us and see how contrary they are to the mind of God. For love, they have no care. None for the widow, none for the orphan, none for the distressed, none for the afflicted, none for the prisoner, or for him released from prison, none for the hungry or thirsty. They abstain from Eucharist and prayer, because they do not confess that the Eucharist is the flesh of our Savior Jesus Christ, who suffered for our sins, which the Father raised up by his goodness. They then, who deny the gift of God, are perishing in their disputes. But it were better for them to have love, that they also may attain to the resurrection. It is right to refrain from such men, and not even to speak about them in private or in public, but to give heed to the prophets, and especially to the gospel, in which the passion has been revealed to us, and the resurrection has been accomplished. But flee from divisions as the beginning of evils. See that you all follow the bishop, as Jesus Christ follows the Father, and the Presbytery, as if it were the Apostles, and reverence the deacons as the command of God. Let no one do any of the things appertaining to the Church without the Bishop. Let that be considered a valid Eucharist which is celebrated by the Bishop, or by one whom he appoints. Wherever the Bishop appears, let the congregation be present, just as wherever Jesus Christ is, there is the Catholic Church. It is not lawful either to baptize or to hold an agape without the bishop. But whatever he approve, this is also pleasing to God, that everything which you do may be secure and valid. Moreover, it is reasonable for us to return to soberness while we still have time to repent towards God. It is good to know God and the bishop. He who honors the bishop has been honored by God. He who does anything without the knowledge of the bishop is serving the devil. Let all things then abound to you in grace, for you are worthy. In all respects you have refreshed me, and my, may Jesus Christ give refreshment to you. You have loved me in my absence and in my presence. God is your reward, and if for his sake you endure all things, you shall attain to him. You did well to receive as deacons of God Philo and Rehus Agathopus, who followed me in the cause of God. And they also give thanks to the Lord for your sake, that you refreshed them in every way. Assuredly shall nothing be lost for you. May my spirit be for your life and my bonds, which you treated neither with haughtiness nor shame, and he who is perfect hope, Jesus Christ shall not be ashamed of you. Your prayer reached the church which is in Antioch in Syria, and I greet all men as one who comes thence in bonds, which are most seemly in God's sight. 
though I am not worthy to be from thence, for I am the least of them. But by the will of God I have been thought worthy, not that I am conscience of deserts, but by the grace of God. And I pray that this may be given to me to the end, that by your prayers I may attain to God, in order that your work may be perfect both on earth and in heaven. Your church ought to appoint for the honor of God a delegate of God to go to Syria and congratulate them that they have gained peace and have recovered their proper greatness and that their proper constitution has been restored. It appeared to me therefore deed worthy of God for you to send one of your number with a letter to join in extolling the tranquility which they have obtained from God and that through your prayers they are they were now gaining a haven. As you are perfect, so also may your counsel be perfect. For if you desire to do well, God is ready to help you. The love of the brethren who were at Troas salutes you. Whence I am writing to you by Barhus, whom you together with the Ephesians, your brothers, sent with me. And he has in every way refreshed me. Would that all imitated him. For he is a pattern of the ministry of God, in all things grace shall reward him. I salute the godly bishop and the revered presbytery, and the deacons, my fellow servants, and you all, individually and together, in the name of Jesus Christ, and in his flesh and blood, by his passion and resurrection, both of flesh and spirit, in union with God and with you. Grace be to you. Mercy peace and endurance forever. I salute the families of my brethren with their wives and children and the maidens who are called widows. Farewell in the power of the Father. Philo who is with me greets you. I salute the house of Tavia and pray that she be confirmed in faith and love both of the flesh and spirit. I salute Alice a name most dear to me, and the incomparable Daphnus and Eutechnus, and all others by their several names. Farewell, in the grace of God. Thus ends the reading.